Hey, TK Show is sponsored by South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Northern California's number one volume dealer. Check them out at SouthCountyChryslerJeepDodge.net or drive a little and save a lot in friendly Gilroy. Coming to you from the San Jose Mercury News, the Bay Area News Group, it's the TK Show. Now here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Hey, it's Tim Kawakami here, TK Show, live, recorded from the Warriors headquarters, uh, where we just uh, had Kevin Durant give a press conference, uh, the newest Warriors, signing a one-year, well, two-year maximum contract for one-year opt-out. We are sitting here with a guy who's going to be paying him for this two-year contract, and maybe a lot more than that. We've got Warriors owner Joe Lake. Joe, uh, first of all, as you're sitting there watching this all happen, what, what goes through your mind? Well, Tim, first, thanks for having me on here today. Uh, I guess this is a a really a surreal moment, Mm -hmm. honestly, Uh, to sit here. We just finished the press conference Mm -hmm. uh, for Kevin, and uh, every time I I shake hands with him or talk with him, (laughs) it all is like, God, this is really our player now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an amazing feeling. He is um, he's such a nice guy too. He's so genuine. So I'm really excited. I think our players and Everybody in the organization is is over the top excited for looking forward for the future, towards the future, um, which is going to be pretty incredible with four of, I would argue, top 10 or 12 players in the world. When you get that call that he's coming, I guess it was from Bob first to tell you, what's your what's your emotion? What, what's your, what do you say? When we found out? Yep. Um, well, of course, I was eagerly anticipating that call. Uh, it was on July morning of July 4th. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were we had to wait a few more hours than we thought uh, before we got the call. So I was sort of sitting there looking at my phone and waiting for it to ring and the texting. And uh, that, that's the, the moment when, it, you know, not, it's going to be yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's a digital situation. That was probably the only time I was really nervous during the whole process just because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but other than that, I think up, leading up to that time, I think we did everything we thought we could do and should do to try to convince him to to be a warrior and since then it it feels like regular business i mean we've got this great new player we're adding we're trying to fill out the roster and uh, bring back a great team for dub nation next year as you were plotting this meeting out at the hamptons uh, with yourself and bob and steve kerr <coughs> and, and your four core players what was kind of the game plan when you were going there i mean what, what did you want to communicate to him with your group Tim, I think we wanted to, more than anything else, um, appeal to what we thought was most important to him and actually was most important to us, which is we wanted to be authentic. We wanted to be real. He used those words today, you noticed, and I, I took particular note of them because that is in life generally, you're more successful if you are in fact authentic. You're not trying to be somebody you aren't. And I think we did that. When we went to that meeting in the Hamptons, we had our four core players, as you've alluded to there. The meeting, yes, we had various things we were going to do and orchestrated uh, a presentation we were going to make and then get into discussions between players. But it kind of went right into the players. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he said so? or it, just they because wanted they wanted to. And I wasn't about to change that. Um, it was really the core, the essence of why he might leave uh, Oklahoma City, which is a good basketball team, a good organization, and come to, to us. I think that we thought the only way we do that is if he really enjoyed playing with those players and he thought he could win 
Uh, and if you compared us to the other situations, I think you could certainly, or we concluded anyway, that we thought uh, he'd have the best chance of winning, and we tried to convey that. PowerPoint? I mean, does it, did it get that? We really did didn't get, do no. a PowerPoint. We we had a audio, a, vid, a visual presentation, uh, sort of a one of these sales types of things you do sometimes that we were going to start off the meeting with. We didn't ever use it, actually. And uh, we basically pretty much went into sort of real one-on-one, one-on-two, one-on-four discussion between the players. And Steve and Bob and I kind of let that happen. And we then transgressed uh, where Bob did a little bit about what he was going to say, Steve did and I did, all with the respective parts that we control in this process. And, uh, but they, they were pretty brief. And it was mainly uh, about players and about the relationships between those players and how they might like playing together and about how much fun they would have and how much winning they would do. Did Steph take the lead in, in this, you think? Uh, well, I would say all four of them were equally involved. Uh, I think Draymond went first. Mm -hmm. Typically, yeah, not a surprise. Not He's a surprise. the most aggressive yeah. guy. And that's I told him a few minutes ago, actually. Mm -hmm. I saw him here and I said, you know, you've got a future in sales. <laughs> Just want you to know. He's a... Uh, He's unbelievable. He's a tour de force. So he's, you know, the real aggressive uh, pitch man because he's so enthusiastic about what he believed were, was the future potential of adding Kevin to our group. Uh, I think Andre was great because he has the sage advice, uh, the wisdom of being around the league for a long time, uh, a lot of perspective, and he's very, I know he was very respected by KD. Um, uh, I knew that before and I knew that after. Um, Steph was uh, Steph. He was as genuine as he possibly could be, and I think you have to wonder sometimes: is that real? <laughs> uh, I think KD asked, "Is that real?" Mm -hmm. After uh, to Bob and I, and I said, "Hey, that's who he is. That's really who he is." I think he's led the league in scoring. He's won a championship. He just wants to win and have fun playing, uh, and playing the right way. And that came across in in the whole the whole presentation or the whole interaction. And then finally, Clay was. Clay. He was fantastic. He added humor to it, whether he tried to or not. <laughs> is, you, is it true that you didn't know if he was going to be there or not? No, we knew. Okay. We knew. But as Bob says, you always have to wonder a little bit. <laughs> uh, and uh, But Clay really was um, was great, actually, in the meeting. I think KD really connected with him as well. So I think the four of them really connected well. I thought Steve did a great job of describing, and he did use some video references as well, how they would play together, showing ball movement and how KD could fit into that scheme so perfectly um, and, I, and I think he did a great job of doing that when you get to the brink and you know you don't know you're right it's a digital yes or no maybe it's likely that it's either you or Oklahoma City do you start thinking okay wait a minute now all of our free agents know that they've been dangling we and we would go away from them if but we might have to come back to them if Durant decides something else Andrew Bogus name was out there since you since been traded he knew it was one way or the other. Did, did you worry about that, that how far you had to extend yourself just with players you might need to bring back? Yes and no. Um, Tim, on the one hand, it's part of the business. And uh, everyone in the NBA knows these kinds of trades occur, free agency occurs, and rosters do change. And um, so I think in, the, in that sense, I wasn't worried because I, I feel these guys uh, understood that. Having said that, on a personal level, it's very difficult uh, to know that multiple people might not come back and, in fact, are not coming back. And that's tough because in the case of Andrew Bogut, he contributed a lot. He meant a lot to the transition of this franchise. One of the first big moves he was. of your ownership. He was. And, and I really 
and all of us really like Andrew. Uh, he is he's a genuine guy. He says what he thinks, and uh, I think you know he gave his all, and uh, that was a that was a tough thing to do. Festus is a great. A great guy. I mean, a terrific guy, and I really want him to do well. I all these guys that leave, I you know I, we cl we grow close to them, and I think that you want them to do as uh, well as well. So, those things are, um, those are that's that's tough, and on a personal level, I find that difficult. Um, I'm very friendly to this day with some of the players who were on this team a few years ago. Jarrett Jack being one, um, Kent Bazemore, another one, texts me all the time. <laughs> uh, these guys. Uh, they're genuinely great guys, and nobody. We didn't want to lose them at the time, but you know there are different reasons it has to happen. It's a business at some level, and so this is a big one because we lose several guys. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. The driving discovery event is going on now at the Empire of Savings, South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the best price and great selection of Jeep, Ram, Dodge, and Chrysler. Get yours today. If you're looking for a deal on a Jeep, Chrysler, Ram, Dodge, Challenger, Hellcat, Ram trucks, Promasters, work trucks, Jeep Cherokees, you name it, we've got it. Come down and see us. It's unbelievable. We're the Empire of Savings, South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Drive a little, save a lot in Gilroy. Why would you buy anywhere else? Okay, you're you get Kevin Durant to a team that won to a core that won 73 games and was two minutes away from going back to back. Target's always been your back, but now that's like never before. You okay? Going to be the team that's booed in every arena you go in, if, you know, not your own, but every other one, and maybe is hated by much of NBA Nation. Are you okay? Are you ready for that? Well, I, I think Kevin asked that question. Actually, this is probably his biggest question. Uh, he was worried about that because he's a really genuinely nice guy and he has a great image um, And I think he was worried about that uh, genuinely uh, during this uh, free agency period I think I told him we told him and I believe this that look when you're Kevin Durant Or you're the Warriors who just won 73 games and won a championship already At some level there are gonna be those trying to take you down from your perch and You're not gonna be liked by some that and so this is just one more level of that. Him joining our team, there probably will be people that will not like that, that will not like us, that will wish us bad. Um, but you can't really worry about that. Kevin has to make and had to make a decision that was good for him. We had to make a decision that was good for our organization, our fans, and the future of our franchise. And most importantly, to, to continue to win. The past is always not a predictor of the future. Just because we won 73 this last year, doesn't necessarily mean we're going to do it again next year if we had the same team. We always have to be looking forward. It's my job. It's Bob's job to think about the future and to try to anticipate, you know, how things might change, how the other teams might react to us, how players might age, all these things. So we have to always try to get better. We're going to be disliked to some extent, I guess, when you're on top and you, it's perceived that you just added uh, another great player to your core of great young players. But he can't worry about that, and we can't worry about that. We can only control what is the right thing for us to do. And in the long run, if we win, I think people will think very positively of it all. As one of 30 owners, uh, you know, you have to look at what's good for the game. Is this loading up like this overall good for the game? I know it's good for the Warriors. Is it good for the game? Well, I, I let others judge that. Uh, I think you could take a couple of different positions on that, depending on who you are. Mm. <laughs> but... Um, I think it is because it's hard to hate our style of basketball. It's hard to hate who our players are. 
it's fun basketball. It's it, to me, it's basketball the way it should be played. A lot of ball movement, passing, sharing of the ball. Um, that's fun. That's 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 pure. And I think our guys are also such good guys. They're such good guys. Every one of them. I don't I don't think there's a bad guy mm. on this roster and i think you know that from interacting with them they're great people and kevin is a really good guy as well and he's he's joining this group and it's hard i think maybe i'm wrong but i think it would be hard to hate what the warriors are in terms of the style of play or the people you may hate the fact that your team and wherever you know is not winning or not beating us but that's sort of the same in every sport okay let's go back uh I've maybe been writing about this for two years. It might have been out there possibly in your mind as an idea before. When do you when do you remember first thinking, hey, it's possible we could get Kevin Durant in the summer of July six in July sixteen? Do you remember recall when that maybe that first time it went through your head? I would be lying if I said we never thought about yeah. it or if we weren't planning because we were to some extent planning. Yeah. Bob Myers is here. He's only, he's only violated about 18 NBA rules and said who you're going to sign next year and the year after that. He ripped you a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Myers. He, in fact, he didn't mention you at all. It's actually even better. He's getting me back because I interrupted one of his uh, broadcasts the other day. Uh, oh, boy, it's funny. Two years ago? Do you, I we, mean, we look, we, I'm not going to sit here and say we haven't thought about how to improve our team and if you were to add one guy that you thought was the more perfect the most perfect fit you'd probably have to say it was this guy mm -hmm. Kevin Durant he, he plays the way we play he's a great shooter he's long we believe in length as you know he's um, he's a team player he fit in a lot of different ways he's by the way he's not just our dream he was a lot of people 27 dream. years old right 27 years old so he's a lot of people's dream player to add to their team so we thought about it certainly and as time has gone on, and I read your uh, piece, I think it was yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten twists of fate, that one. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And look, a lot of that is, I don't know why you're asking me the question, because you've got it pretty good. <laughs> that was a great article. Well, appreciate it's, there's a lot of truth in what you wrote, and some of those things were very fortunate for us. Um, some of them were, uh, you know, we thought about hard and were I, by design, and some of them were fortuitous. So it did work out well for us, um, as, it, as it turned out. And we were able to uh, to make it happen, and uh, he, I think, is incredibly ec ecstatic, and we're ecstatic, and I can't wait to play basketball next year. I've written this, and I, I, I've made some assumption on it. You clarify it. I said if Harrison Barnes is likely at the market rate of $22.1 million, and the most Kevin Durant can make is 25.5, that's where you saw the difference of value. That's where you went for it, saying, this is the market value that we are going to way exceed if we get Kevin Durant. That, was that part of the, the, the thinking at this point, knowing you're going to get to this with those two players? I have to be honest. I, 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 that's true what you just said because of the way the CBA is set up today and the way certain players can only make so much and the middle class or beyond middle class, the, the, the up-and-coming rising stars. The, 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 there seems to be a, a compression, at least this year, uh, going on with respect to those salaries. So what you're saying is true. However, I didn't really think about it that way, and I don't think Bob did either. We weren't trying to say, oh, is he $3 million better than this guy or whatever. More importantly, we just thought he was a great player, regardless of the cost. I don't, you know, I. it's just Harrison Barnes got the contract because that's what the market was going to bear. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't a question of what the difference was between the two. It's, it's more that this guy was available and he would fit us perfectly. Okay, when did you think you could really get him? Like, not know you're going to get him, but think we could really get this guy. I thought we could all, you know, in the last few months, certainly as we approached uh, this summer. To be honest, we're more focused about our team and winning a championship than anything else, and that takes precedence. So didn't allow myself or we didn't allow ourselves to think about it too much. Bob probably more so because that's his job directly. Um, I mean, I have to admit when we lost the finals, the game seven, you know, within an hour later, I was sitting there thinking, asking myself the question, could this actually enable, you know, maybe Kevin considering to join us, whereas if we won the championship, maybe that wouldn't be the case. And I think if you asked him, and you should ask I him, did, not I me, did. I'm sure he would probably say it made a difference. Well, he said, well, they didn't win the championship. I just said, exactly. he, that's what I asked him, which is a, was a very good answer, yeah. which, I, which tells you it probably was a factor in his mind. I think it probably was. Uh, I think it's kind of crazy because we came within one minute of winning the championship. But the world is, you know, all about appearances. And the truth is, at the end of the day, whether it's one minute or whether it's we're, we lost early in the playoffs, we did not win the championship. We did not accomplish our goal. We came very close. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of great things this year. But as Steve Kerr said on the dais today, we did not win the championship. We need to be better, period. We need to be better. And I think that Kevin can help us be better. It's a one plus one contract. You can't say anything more than that. But is there an as- assumption that he does not want to go through this again, that he is committed to the Warriors long term? I certainly hope so. <laughs> uh, that's what he has said, said uh, publicly, that this is a... Uh, this is a long-term commitment in his view. It's certainly our belief and, and hope as well. Um, but, you know, obviously if it was a disaster during the year for some reason, uh, legally, there's nothing holding him to that. So we're taking a risk in that regard. Um, but I think it's a, worth, a risk worth taking. Was a four-year contract ever discussed? No. They told us what they wanted to do, and frankly, we were fine with that. Okay, and you yourself have been in the crosshairs. We've talked about this before. There's there's the whole uh, Oracle Arena moment, which you've certainly gone past. Uh, and then there was a New York Times article, which has been brought up a time or two. And you've clarified that, that you were talking to your friends when the, you know, the light years ahead of everybody conversation came up. But it's out there. Uh, and I thought brilliantly, your son, Kirk Leggett, as, as told to me by Steve Kerr, called you the Draymond Green of this front office. <laughs> that, that you're someone who pushes forward. Yeah. You're out there in front. And we know you, you have gotten sometimes people a little upset with you. But do you understand that's your role? And maybe sometimes you go out ahead of everyone else just because that's who you are? I think there's some truth to that. Um, we've talked about this before, I know. And uh, I am who I am. I am very aggressive and I'm very uh, goal-oriented and I want to win really, really badly. That's the bottom line. And when we bought the team, it had not had a lot of success for a, a long period of time. And I know, too, because I was a, a guy that came to the games for two decades. Um, we needed, at the time, to I needed to be a little bit more of a face of the franchise. Someone needed to step up and uh, put some goals up on the board and to make some statements that got everyone inside the organization and perhaps even our fan base motivated to believe that we could be great, that we could challenge the uh, great histories of some other great franchises in the history of this league, you know, the Lakers, the Celtics, the uh, Spurs. 
And I think that's a, when you're in a business, you want to be the best, right? You should want to be. I want it to be. We want it to be. And so we set those up as, as goals. And I know that those are some audacious things to say in the early days, uh, statements that I made. But they were nothing but that. They were goals. They were, they were what we were shooting for. And sometimes when you set yourself expectations for yourself, uh, there's some self-fulfilling prophecies involved in these things. And everyone sort of believes as well inside the organization. And that, that's called leadership, I hope, I think. And so I, have, I've, I was in a mode of being that person for a number of years here. Um, we now have a great organization around me and around this organization. Steve Kerr, tremendous coach, Bob Myers, Rick Welts. I can go down the list. A lot of great people that work for this organization. And I don't have to make those kinds of statements. I don't have to be in a marketing mode, selling tickets. Mm -hmm. We've sold a lot of tickets <laughs> yes, at this point. So, some amount of money, too. So sometimes, you know, it's hard to take yourself out of that natural salesman, salesman mode. And in the case of the comment you're making about the light years mm -hmm. uh, comment and the New York Times, it wasn't a statement I made directly in an interview situation. It was, it was to a bunch of my basketball buddies at a morning breakfast, and the New York Times reporter was following me around. Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but we were giving him all those, access. Those damn say. reporters. And he was, it was more of a, he was going to play that morning as well. It was more of a, it wasn't really an interview. It wasn't an interview at that moment when I said that. Um, I honestly, I was referring more, as I've stated, to our overall organization, our business organization. I love our guys, okay? I love our team. I love our organization. And I feel we're one of the best in the league now, which I'm very proud of. And uh, perhaps uh, that statement, you know, unfortunately, we should say taken out of context or profiled or <laughs> by the New York Times really made it look like, you know, that was something I made as a direct statement as a response in an interview just like this, which I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I would ever do. Um, let's hope I would never do that because it's not a cool statement to mm -hmm. make if you were making it directly in response in an interview situation. So that's how it happened. It is what it is. Maybe I am more Draymond Green a little bit. And, uh, less, and, and less Steve Kerr, who has a great way of deflecting things. But I have to be who I am, and, and everyone should be who they are in an organization to try to make it work better. And the truth is, you have to have all types uh, in an organization to achieve greatness, to achieve a lot of goals. And I think that's what we do best, is we let people be themselves, we let them speak, we let them uh, use their talents, whatever they may be, uh, for whatever needs the organization has in order to advance itself. Did you hear from anybody, any other owners after that comment came out? It's certainly been reported that other owners were not I've happy heard, with them. I've heard that, but no, I, I didn't. I never have. Um, I don't know, maybe it's the kind of thing they wouldn't say to your face. Uh, or maybe it is, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I really can't worry about it. It's, you know, it's, it's words. And uh, what really matters in life are deeds and how you act and how you treat other people. I'd like to think that, um, that we, as an organization, we, we really promote the idea of treating other people well, not only within the organization, but outside the organization as well. And that's who we are. And hopefully that kind of authenticity, you know, shown through in the recruiting of a major free agent like uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too much of a, a, a nice guy here, but you could say an organization that two years ago said I, we might be able to get Kevin Durant and figures out a way to get Kevin Durant is slightly ahead of the curve. I'll, at least I'll put it that way. 
I'm going to let you say that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I assure you I'm not making those statements. Were there moves that you that you didn't do or do you you thought of that like we can't do this cuz we got to stay in in position to get Kevin Durant? I mean Yeah, we always look at when you're planning something, you look at both sides. What if we do this and what if we don't do this? Um and um I think it was fortuitous as you wrote in retrospect that our two restricted free agents did not sign in the fall. Mm-hmm. We actually did try yep. and we made offers and I think they were substantial offers, but in the, you know, Harrison, certainly we can say for him on an economic basis made the right decision as it turns out. Um, maybe he's more prescient than all of us. And he realized that the effects of the, of the cap going up and, and what it would mean. I don't think we anticipated quite that, but in, in retrospect, it certainly did work out well for us to have the room to, in fact, uh, pursue the strategy of, of Kevin Durant and free agency. And this is at me asking you to predict something that would be negative for you, but could you see the league trying to do something to break up so you couldn't keep your four together? Is, is there, I mean, I, I don't, I've written, I don't see how you could. That wouldn't have really serious unintended circumstances that you would you would kill maybe Minnesota trying to keep their young group together or other teams I mean has there been any thought on your part that hey maybe there will be some mechanism drawn up that will try to prevent us from going long term with this group I I, no, I haven't really thought about that Um, and I don't think that really would happen Uh, we've done nothing wrong we've just uh, exercised our abilities based on the current system and uh, other teams are doing the same, by the way. It's not, we're not the only ones that are uh, attracting free agents and perhaps strengthening our team. But, you know, we've also weakened our team uh, on the bench, uh, you could argue. You could argue that we have. We'll find out when we finish completing the roster. Um, so nothing is, is guaranteed in life, as Kevin said on the stage today. We still have to go on the court and prove it. We still have to win. And things happen, right? Players get injured and all kinds of things happen. So... There's no guarantees. Winning an NBA championship, as I've learned, <laughs> though we did do it in uh, a pretty short period of time, it was really hard. And repeating it turned out to be even harder. I don't care if you think you have the best team or not. 73 wins would argue we had the best team. But it's really hard to do. It's a long season. A lot of things can happen to disrupt that. All right. How did, how did it occur that Jerry talked to Durant after you guys? Was that just kind of happened naturally? Was that planned? Jerry West. Jerry West, yeah. Oh, it was planned. Right. He, uh, you know, we have when you're recruiting somebody, whether it be in a Silicon Valley company, a tech company, or whether it be in basketball, you're going to use everything you can at your disposal to try to convince what to do things that would hopefully convince the party to join. And uh, certainly, we had in this case, you know, Steve Kerr and our four players, and Bob and me, and all that. Uh, and we had other people like um, Jerry who didn't attend the meeting but who we would then have call in and talk to him. I mean, it's hard to say whether that would have a big role or not, but certainly something you would do. He's a legend, and he's a, considered a, a great basketball mind, and hopefully we thought that would help. Um, other players around the league, uh, ex-players, there were ex-Warrior players, yeah. also called him. Um, we're just doing what anyone would do uh, in terms of trying to recruit Who are those somebody. players? I, I would rather okay. not say. I, Interesting, I didn't know that. I think they can figure that out, but... Um, that's what you do when you're recruiting somebody. Everyone does that. Other teams did that. Um, so it was all part of a process. I, I think Bob Myers deserves a world of credit for 
being the guy, and it is his job to do this, to organize this effort. Uh, plan for this effort, organize this effort, and make it happen. Uh, and Kirk and Travis did a great job, uh, believe me, in the back in the background of all this. Uh, they had their roles. Jerry had his role, as you alluded to. Um, the players had their role. A lot of it. Rick Welts and our business organization, everything they've done over the last few years certainly, I think, had an impact on Kevin and his advisors as to what kind of an organization he would be joining for the next, you know, rest of his career, hopefully. You see Tom Brady in the Hamptons with Danny right. Ainge. What were you thinking when you saw that one? Oh, I, Boston I, area I, guy that you are. I think Danny Ainge is really good at what he does, and I think he was doing what he should do, um, you know, doing the same thing we were doing. He was, he was trying to influence the decision. <laughs> yeah, you, he might influence you more than he would influence Kevin Durant, was I was thinking, but that's okay. I don't know. I, I, I have to let – I don't know what goes in Kevin Durant's mind about that, so uh, I can't say, but I, I think it was, uh, it was an interesting move. All right. I mean, does this team have to win a championship to fulfill what you've built here this year, this coming year? Um, we certainly are going to try. And I don't know about have to or must. You know, one thing you do have to be leery of is that even the Miami Heat, when they brought LeBron and the, the big three together there, they didn't win it the first year. Uh, was it the second year they won it? Yeah, won it yeah, second, second and third year. And so sometimes there are... Uh, things you don't anticipate anticipate in terms of trans, 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 uh, transitions. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to have that here. I think these guys are such willing passers and so on the same page about who they are and, uh, and uh, how they like to play basketball. And our coach is so smart, frankly, that I think you know, we should be very successful. But again, other teams could surprise you with how much they've improved, and we take nothing for granted. we got to work for it. You got to watch out for these guys trying to put together super teams to beat you. You can't can't have that happen. <laughs> we you can have it happen. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry, you can't have it happen. And by the way, that's the other point. Is uh, I keep writing this. You will have a lower payroll this year with Kevin Durant than you would have if you'd kept all your restrict all yeah, your free agents. Yeah, it's uh, ironic. That's I, I say. I just how do you build a system that prevents that? You're going lower than you would have been otherwise. But that's that's. Well, remember, Kevin's joining, but we also lost some players. Absolutely. Who uh, were do some do for some. Uh, big increases uh, due to their performance. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not really that illogical when you really think about it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Joe, just uh, the day's over. Do you relax now or what do you do? Well, go back uh, to Montana or do you, I know in Montana you don't relax very much either though sometimes. Uh, not the first week of July, yeah. but uh, no, I'm, I'm uh, gonna go back this weekend and then um, we're, I'm gonna be in summer league next week, the NBA Board of Governors meetings and get to see our next generation of players in summer league uh i'm very excited about actually the job that uh, uh kirk and kent and the rest of them have done putting together a, a great those lake ups those lake ups you know, everywhere yeah, yeah. working on the next generation so you know we can't stop here i mean i know this is a great acquisition we're gonna have a great team we're really worried about filling out that roster right now we still have a few spots to go as you know and we're worried about you know what we can do in terms of summer league and our, our d league team to get back to where it belongs and try to for the succeeding years, develop young players to fill in and to improve this roster yet again. That's the next. Got to do that super D League team, super super duper D League team. That that's the next step there. That'd be nice. <laughs> All right, listen, everybody. That's Joe Lakeup. I appreciate you taking the time. All we've right. been uh, we've been uh, looking at this one for a couple years now. So here it is. Here it is. I want to just say uh, to you, Tim, and to the Bay Area, anyone who listens to this, we're just excited as hell that we're able to bring this uh, this great player to our team and to our community and I think we're going to be we already have some of the greatest guys in the world as part of our team in the, and they are so great in the community I think Kevin is just going to be 
unbelievable in that respect. He has a great reputation uh, for doing that, and uh, that also makes me greatly excited. He sure seemed relaxed and happy up down that podium. I'll put it that way. I think I might be writing about that. Like, like he, he knew he had a tough decision to make, and he's passed it now. That might, that might be pretty good for his career right. coming up. All right, Joe, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Right. That's uh, Joe Lake of everybody on the TK Show. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks, Tim. selection of Jeep, Ram, Dodge, and Chrysler. Get yours today. If you're looking for a deal on a Jeep, Chrysler, Ram, Dodge, Challenger, Hellcat, Ram trucks, Promasters, work trucks, Jeep Cherokees, you name it, we've got it. Come down and see us. It's unbelievable. We're the empire of savings. South County Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Drive a little, save a lot in Gilroy. Why would you buy anywhere else?